Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. But the moment defines you. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes. I am back. It's Pete Leinenweber, Jansen Mizrak. It's a Tuesday afternoon. The winter is winter is here, um, yeah, but is. yet here we are um, pressing on. To be honest, we haven't we had a week off. No, do we have a week off from the pod? Yeah. Well, it's I. This has been a little bit. Yeah, it's been. Well, a I did of one with Danny. Oh, you did with Danny. Yeah, a week off from Danny. Yeah, I just haven't been feeling the inspiration quite as much lately. You know, we're inside. Yeah, man. Not really, nothing to look forward to <laughs> in the near term, golf-wise. I feel like when the, when the new year comes around, then we'll get excited for yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. winter phase two. How can you make some adjustments for it? M360 will be like off and going. We'll probably have the M360 trip coming up, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think to when to. yeah, that's a good point. I think when the uh, canal summer camp meetings start is when I start getting excited oh, yeah. for uh, right. the spring season slash summer season. So, mm. wow, great. Well, we're here. This is definitely yeah. a. You know, it's the off season when we're having our annual half baked ideas <laughs> podcast. Yep. Um, I can't. We've done two of these before. Um, inspired by the Bill Simmons podcast who would have a guy named Kevin Wilds on to share half-baked ideas. Half-baked idea is just just that. It's an idea and ours are hopefully going to be about golf that are that are half-baked. It's it's half of an idea. It there's maybe some um some promise to the idea, but it needs maybe a little bit more work. Um in the past, you know, some of our half-baked ideas turned out to not be that um that half-baked like my idea on the last the most recent half-baked ideas (laughs) podcast was to have no rakes in the bunkers and then like COVID happened and there were no rakes in the bunkers for a significant amount of time um maybe it that should be an idea i don't know maybe i win do i win a prize but isn't the point of a half-baked idea like part of it is just unrealistic no not necessarily Cause at okay. the time, at the time, it was a half baked idea. Yeah, it, it took a global pandemic for it to happen. So that's true. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you could say you. Those that are the rare. resources were allocated appropriately. Yeah. but um, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I think part of just to go off what you're saying to kind of like help the listeners know what our guidelines here are like. Most of these half baked ideas would require unlimited resources. Yeah, mm-hmm. like crazy amounts of construction time or. You know, endless amounts of like Jeff Bezos money, wow. <laughs> yeah, know, things yeah, like that. So sure. they're a little far fetched, but they also aren't like so unrealistic that they would never happen. Yeah, well, not, well, maybe yours go that direction because I remember another one of mine. Do you want to share like what was the, your previous favorite half baked idea that you had? 
uh, my favorite, I was looking through my old notes. Uh, I had an Airbnb for courses where you could like rent out a course if yeah. you didn't want like anybody in your way. I did, uh, my favorite one was the sushi conveyor belt, you know, like the restaurants where you got the conveyor belt, sushi, you just take it off and you tap. Yeah. So I did that like around the golf course because, uh-huh. you know, there's only one bev cart typically. So like why not have a conveyor belt that's constantly stocking mm-hmm. you yeah. with drinks and snacks and food. Yeah. So that one was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But think of the infrastructure that would yeah, take. That was for sure. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my favorite one was that the ma- every every major would have a wearable trophy that yeah, the winner would wear at at other tournaments. So yeah. the Masters jacket, they would have to wear that at every tournament for like the next year. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Sutton doesn't necessarily take more resources. You know, it's just a fantastic idea. So, yeah, just an <laughs> implementation. Yeah, I mean, because you'd have to re you'd have to redesign the masters the green jacket. You'd have to be able to, you know, the armpits might have to give a little yeah. bit swing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So things like, like that. I guess you're but, right. but they I could guess be done. My interpretation of it's a little different. It's, yeah. You know. All right. But Pete, this is your first time yeah. here with us. You, cl- you know, you you claim to have some ideas, but I guess I'm. <laughs> I don't know. You've never been a part of one of these before. I. I guess you have a lot to live up to because these have been pretty, you know, fantastic episodes, fantastic ideas. Yeah, yeah, no pressure at all. I mean, I, I listened to the first, at least one of them. I think both of them um, before I was an employee here. So that just shows you how loyal of a listener I was at one point, and uh, now I get to be a part of them. So I'm excited. Um, I'm a little nervous now that you just said that that my ideas will be judged based on prior episodes or on what your idea of a half-baked idea is well, so but i'm excited we have high expect you know high standards yeah on well, the that's fair enough podcast. i have high standards for myself yeah. so mm-hmm. i know you would rather just talk about tiger woods the whole time but maybe that can be in your half-baked idea yeah so. i think we'll save that for another episode um i got some quotes from some family members and friends about tiger and what they thought about him and his comeback and I wanted oh. to compare that and contrast that to your quotes oh. about the same thing. So <laughs> maybe we'll save we can, those. Maybe we can have that conversation episode, on folks. hostile. <laughs> can have that conversation on the Peter Lyon Weber podcast yeah. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. Until then. One of my friends directly spoke to you in the his quote at the end of his quote. <laughs> oh, so <okay. laughs> all right. Well stay tuned for that. Um okay, let's uh get into it. Which um who'd like to go first? Lead us off. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll let you start, and then I'll, I'll hop in. Okay. All right. This is my first one. Okay. Uh, I, a little background on this one. I thought of it driving into work after the pre, you know, on the previous day, I had some lessons that maybe I just, I, I needed, I need some help. And so I was thinking about how could I help my students kind of get the message across to them of, you know, what it takes to make a swing change in the winter mm. or, or kind of get them motivated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, uh, like you were saying, like, we can lose some motivation in the winter to, you know, keep doing what we're doing or, you know, start to start to grind a little yeah. bit, you know, here and there. So I came up with uh, drill Sergeant Dave. Okay. <laughs> so drill Sergeant Dave, uh, if you're having a frustrating time with a student, um, we have a solution. You call drill, drill Sergeant Dave. Dave will come in guns a blazing to instill the discipline needed to make a swing change or motivate your student to, to start working. Uh, it doesn't matter what your student thinks. He's in boot camp. So anything goes. So you can hire out 
Sergeant Drill Sergeant Dave to come and work with your student one on one. Now, you know, you and you and Drill Sergeant Dave will like debrief together, come mm-hmm. up with like a, a plan of action, a war plan, if you will, hmm. and uh, and then he will go and implement that plan with your student and uh, rewire your students' thoughts about the way to change their game. Wow. Drill Sergeant Dave will set them straight, scare them straight, <laughs> some might say. So I have, That's my half-baked idea. All right, so, um, so like, is there more than one Drill Sergeant Dave? Like, it is... Well, uh, you know, the United States Army has multiple Drill Sergeants, you know, but they're... So are the ones named Dave, like, are we only... Are we only looking for former drill sergeants named Dave for this, <laughs> this like company? I'm just wondering, like, is there any scale? Is there just one guy who is kind of like helping the golf practice, or does he is he going to other places as well? Yeah. Or are yeah, there yeah. more? Is there more than one drill sergeant Dave? That's a great question, Andy. Uh, I would say that there are there's one drill sergeant Dave. Okay. Uh, and he can only be called upon when when things get tough. It's, you know, there's only one Hank Haney. There's only one George Gankus. Okay. So you fly him out. He comes in, guns a blazing. So he's not like a full-time staff member? He's just somebody we hire for the winter? Uh, for... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think he's a... I think he's a maybe he is a full-time staff member, but he only comes, you know, when you, when you pick up the red telephone. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? So he's somewhere nearby. He's somewhere nearby in an undisclosed location. Okay. Got so it. we're so basically though we're paying <laughs> it's like the golf practice is like paying him. Uh, we're paying him a very small salary, but uh, the student is going to end up paying <laughs> a pretty big pretty big sum for Wait. this like enlightening so, you know, okay. lesson. All right, all right. So talk me through how does so like what does I don't know. Uh, what does the day go? <laughs> what does the day look like? I mean, if um, it's like a student shows up who you're ha- who's having a tough time, and it's like just Drill Sergeant Dave is there instead of you, or are you both there? I think you're both there, and like let's say let's say uh, let's it's say like pretend I'm, I'm one of your students, and I'm like, totally, all right, totally, hey, totally. hey, coach, what's hey, Andy, happening? Hey, man, uh, I know we've been we've been on this project. Uh, I think we're off to a pretty good start, but you know. Your energy was lacking a little bit the last couple of weeks, and I think you could use you know a little motivation to continue this project. So I'm actually going to turn over the reins to Drill Sergeant Dave here. He's going to be running the lesson. I'll be watching. I'll be here, but uh, there's no getting out of this one. Here you go. And that's it. And that's it. Wow. And um, there you go. Does Drill Sergeant Dave does he have a golf background, or is this, is he mm. just like a disciplinarian or a guy that's supposed to keep you on? On task. He's, yeah, he's more of like a, yeah, he's like the military version of like a Tony Robbins, you know. Okay. So like high energy, uh, knows knows how to communicate with people. Got it. Knows how to, uh, yeah, motivate people, get through, connect, hmm. use the right words to get the person to do what you want them to do. Not in not in a manipulative way, but mm-hmm. in a in a positive way, um, and. He has a golf background. Like he understands, like you know, the YouTube quotes. You know, sure. like, oh, coach, mm-hmm. I want, I gotta hit a draw. It's like, no, you don't have to hit a draw. You just gotta hit it better. <laughs> you know, things like that. That those are things that he'll be saying. All right. So, so I go through this lesson with Drill Sergeant Dave, mm-hmm. and now what? You're you're gonna charge my credit card like a large sum, or? 
without uh, me agreeing to I it? I haven't thought that far. Okay. okay. I, just, uh, <laughs> really I, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to piece it all together. It's still yes. in the oven. Yeah, it's still in the oven. I, th- I think that Drill Sergeant Dave is going to be so good at what he does that most of our students are going to want to, you know, tip him. Give him, a, give him a handsome reward. All right. I, you know, I know I have a lot of questions. My, like, y- you and I have, like, different, even though we're, I call us, you know, good friends. Mm-hmm. Spend time together outside of the workplace. Sure. We, we know our, you know, our, my wife and your significant other, they know each other. You know, sure. you're. Sure. Ariana's held my baby before. Right. Wow. Absolutely. But yeah, we have, we have different, we have different personalities and like ways of kind of going about things. And, and hundred percent. if I had drill Sergeant Dave, like come in, you know, to my personal golf lesson that I was sure. even receiving from you, I would, like, that would be too much for me. Not I would not much. be coming back Understood. to see, I would say drill Sergeant Dave, that's not the kind of motivation that I'm trying to get. It's not for everyone. I definitely yeah. understand that. But I think I think the people that are pretty stuck in their ways, mm-hmm. pretty stubborn, mm-hmm. but for some reason are still coming to a lesson, expecting change and wanting help, but mm-hmm. aren't necessarily willing to listen, mm-hmm. that's who Drill Sergeant Dave is for. Okay. So like Ooh. you know, I've helped I've helped you with your game, Andy. Like Absolutely. And you've helped me with yeah. with mine. Yeah. And you know, I don't think either of us are a candidate for Drill S- Sergeant Dave. Mm. But Joe Schmo that comes in here and hits balls on the track man and complains for uh, his hour and a half while he's in here yeah. that he can't hit a ball straight. Uh, well, I think his expectations are a little out of line. And I think mm-hmm. Drill Sergeant Dave can like set him Drill on Sergeant straight. Dave's going to say, this is what him, you need yeah, to be yeah. expecting. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, all right. Pete, do you have anything you want to say about this? I'm still digesting this. Yeah. Um, I, I think... I think I'm on board with like yeah. I can think of a couple students that I have that could really use Drill Sergeant Dave. So cool. you know, but I can think of a couple others who would be really turned off by well, so, his so presence. Who, so I have would a, be a candidate. I, like, well, could you like describe your like a candidate? Like they're what they're uh, going through. Yeah, I <laughs> yes, I can actually. Uh, I have a student that is relatively new to the game. He started last winter. Um, he's a high schooler. He has no background in golf prior to this past year. Okay. But okay. he has a background in a lot of other sports, and is, he's a good athlete, and he's, he's able to uh, – he's actually progressed really well in a year, but his expectations are preposterous, <laughs> to use a, a pretty big word. I mean, they're just uh, – they don't make much sense to a person who's played golf for a long time. Okay. And so you can kind of relate to him in the sense that he um, – he doesn't know golf, basically. He doesn't hasn't yeah. hasn't, had a, had, hasn't played enough rounds to know that thinking that you're going to hit the ball a mile dead straight every time is just not realistic. It's so, not happen. and I think he would respond well to maybe not like it, but would need it. Drill Sergeant Dave's presence and authority and sure. straightforwardness. Sure. Yeah. So okay. Um, okay. I don't want to give any more information about the student, so I keep him kind of anonymous, but. That's nice. just one of a, a few that I thought of. Nice. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think uh, I think that's about as half-baked half as I can get with it. Can I? Oh, I'm, I think we... So I have a couple... You know, this is your idea, but ways to maybe add to it. Okay, so, bring it up. So bring I on. think that Drill Sergeant Dave needs to, be, needs to be an independent contractor. 
he can't be he can't be an employee of golf practice because yeah. because when we bring him in we can't you know people will see through it if it's like oh this is a guy we hired to try to get you to buy in to what we're doing so we need yes. him to be able to come from the outside to be like mm. hey here's here's mm. actually what you need to be you need to be doing outside like, resource yeah this is a Love. like i'm an unbiased person but like here's what you need to be doing like is he like going undercover or something like is that what you're no, 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 no. He's just a 1099. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he, no, no, he's, yeah, he's That'd not be cool, an undercover. Though, if he was. That'd be cool, undercover. undercover, like, range guy next to you, you know? <laughs> no, because no, that's not there a bad idea. Go. That's a half-baked idea. We don't want, we don't, we don't want that. We don't want any, no, there's no shenanigans okay. going on okay. here. We're not trying to trick anybody. But we're like, hey, like, Drill Sergeant Dave, is he's maybe part of, like, this business or whatever. Like, we call him in and help, you know, give, you know, let, mm-hmm. give you the business, like, help you get going here a little bit better um so then i thought of like can we can we actually expand this type of a business so so i don't quite know the name of it um maybe it's like maybe it's called like it's called um back on track consulting or something i was you just took the words out of my mouth i was gonna say it's like a Golf and discipline consulting yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, but but so discipline is not is not in is not going to be in the title because sure. so so here's the the reason why is because not everyone perhaps needs more discipline. Okay, mm. so Drill Sergeant Dave is just one of the many people at this firm that you can call upon. Okay, ah, okay. okay. So okay, we have okay. another person. Maybe I, I I imagine like a Peter Donahue type figure, like a Dalai Lama, you know, mm-hmm. a storyteller. A, yeah, who's gonna come and, and like connect them with the roots and the spiritual side. This this is the person who, they're all they care about is like their score and their handicap, and they're they're really yes. that's all they care about. So this you call in you call in the Dalai Lama who comes <laughs> and Love. gives them just like a talk about you know uh you know shivas irons type yeah. character mm-hmm. from king the golf in the kingdom who's gonna help them see you know a different side of golf yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah yeah you maybe have another person would be like a uh, a scott fawcett type person like who's gonna give them well, maybe this is like a reality check type person like hey your stats the analytic yeah. guy yeah. You like know? your yeah. expectations are way off here you know What's you need to be lo- you need yeah. to be doing this better and then you know uh what was your guy's name? Drill Sergeant Dave is the one who like this person. This is a person who maybe needs a little more motivate. Like needs a mm-hmm. needs like what you were saying. Like like you, you need to stop worrying about a draw. You need to hit it good or you know whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that type of like let's get going here. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then like a Todd Patterson or something. You know, like mm. a guy who's got a background in a different sport, coaching mm. basketball. Yeah. So it's a much different. Like approach to yeah. bas- coaching basketball than it is to coaching golf. Absolutely, he could be. I mean, he kind of is a yeah. you know an independent contractor yeah. in a certain way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But the Peter Don, he was a much more calming uh, presence mm-hmm. and less yeah, you know not yeah. threatening cool. but less intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So great consulting idea. And Love so that. then these people, you know, we're we're there. They're maybe there for but you're there for about ten minutes of the lesson. Okay. And they're going to get paid, you know, they get half the lesson fee. It's just for that 10 minutes, just for that one time. Sure. And they're going to be off to, you know, because they're visiting clubs and yeah, all around classes. the area. And so to, to do provide their, simil- their, their services. Mm-hmm. We maybe even have one 
maybe it's a drill sergeant Dave, but he's he's actually at driving ranges talking to people who aren't taking lessons, and he's he's saying like, that's what you got. Like <laughs> you're just gonna hit trying to spread the good word. You're just gonna hit sixty <laughs> drivers in a row. Like that's that's what you're gonna try to do today. And then he's like, well, these guys, you know, these guys can help you. That's not a bad idea for us, actually. <laughs> On a Saturday, Deerfield, you know, you get a guy. Um, wow. That range is packed out there. Yeah. So. Wow. All right. Well, that's. Cool. No, I like that. I like uh, having different characters under that umbrella of a, of a consulting company. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, you could imagine, like, the photo. Out. The photo and their logo is, like, an Avengers type. <laughs> a shield. Yeah. But no, no, like, the whole, you know, when they have the whole team. You know, in the same picture, oh, and yeah, they yeah, all have yeah. their different kind of costumes looks. and yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one guy's seven foot tall, yeah. the other one's like four or five. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like Drill Sergeant Dave's in his like military garb. Like, oh wow, he's fully. <laughs> I think so. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? That's wearing, how I pictured yeah, him. He's wearing <laughs> combat boots and fatigues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and uh, yeah, the analytics guy, you know, he's got his little briefcase, got yeah, a computer, got yeah, glasses. He's got his his um yeah. his, his dress shirt, yeah, starched yeah. and pressed. Exactly. And Peter exactly. Donahue wearing his North Face jacket. Yeah, uh, mm, or a perfect. vest. Mm. Well, I think he might need more. More like a Sherpa. Yeah, a Sherpa. Like a, yeah, yeah. One <laughs> a of those really type thing. Yeah. Really warm yeah. pullovers. Yeah, that's Sherpa. it. Um, <laughs> And some Uggs. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought of another one. I'm not sure what person, like, like a police officer type character that's like, I don't know. They're like keeping keeping a person, bringing them back in line. I, I don't quite mm. know the scenario for this one, but I just, you know, really just popped up for some reason. Well, it'd be like a caddy kind of helping guide them. Not traffic, a guide. No, it's like. Air traffic controller. It's like a person who's. Like a person who's like gone off the rails like too far. I don't maybe maybe this type of person like just like buys too many clubs or like gadgets or something. You know, it's like Tinker, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Keep working on that one. All right. All right. That's why it's a half big All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that was letting great. me share that, that guys. That was really good. Well, Sergeant Thank Dave. You. Um all right, Pete. Okay, so I can't uh I can't take full credit for this one because this came out of a conversation with a good friend of mine. Um, but have you guys ever been skiing before? No. No? It's been a while, but yes. Okay, but you know how skiing works, right? You show up to the lodge. Wait, you... when did you go skiing? You. I'm just curious. Sorry. Like, oh, you grew yeah. up in Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my grandparents used to live in Salt Lake City. Ah, okay. Uh, mm. when, God, they moved back to Texas, or they moved to Arkansas. I was, like, really young. And then my dad's sister so my aunt they used to have a condo up in breckenridge in, oh. in uh, colorado so yeah. we'd go up there but i haven't i mean skied since i was like 11 or 12 all right. okay. So okay all right i digress Sorry. okay Pete. okay well regardless do you guys know how skiing works like you show up to the lodge and you buy like a day pass or a half day pass and you put sure. it on your coat right yeah okay. yeah and then you go on the lifts and yeah. The, yeah and then you have the you can go anywhere yeah. Uh, yeah. you can go anywhere on the mountain you yeah. can do different uh mm-hmm. i forget what are they called slopes or routes there's a term that i'm uh-huh. blanking on right now but anyway golf courses with day passes slash half day passes and how they work and i think of canal in this sense because they have different loop options and, uh-huh. and whatnot and there's people that go out there to play any random hole that they want um but something like that, basically, where you buy a, a half day pass, like mm-hmm. eight to noon, or or a full day pass, like sun up to sundown, 
and you have as much access to the course or the club as you as you can get your hands on. So you can play any holes that you want, as many holes as you want, in any order that you want. Now, mm. how does that work for the routing, right? Oh, um, it'd be a little difficult. But what happened is, I'm sure at a course, there's a few holes that people would love to play, and there'd be some crowds there. You'd have to incentivize people to play different holes. So let's say there's a couple you know, boring par threes that people aren't playing. Oh, you could do like a closest to the pin challenge or like a long drive competition on any other hole. But basically the main objective is that you show up when you want to show up. You can go get lunch in the middle of the day, play your front nine, and then kind of take your time in the middle and get lunch and hang out and then go out and play the back nine. And that way you're not worried about the group ahead of you or behind you where you have to stay on pace or you only get to play these 18 holes that you paid for and things like that. So it might be a little bit more expensive than your normal round, but you get, if you have the whole day, you get the whole day, right? Thoughts. So the whole course would just have to like, it would be only day passes. Correct. Now you could so do no like key times. Correct. And if you're a course, you could do like, all right, these three days of the week are day pass days. Okay. And then the other four normal tea times. Okay. Or you could do the whole thing up to you. You'd obviously have to have a couple more marshals out there, you know, directing traffic. Yeah. yeah, yeah and you yeah. might need carts if you want to skip to a different hole, right? Mm -hmm. So that people aren't walking across holes to get to a hole on the other side of the golf course or the property. And so this is for people who, who they're like, golf doesn't take long enough. I need like yeah. a big break in my day and I just... It's not for everybody, but I know but personally playing, like I used to think if I'm playing 18 holes, I'd be on like the 12th hole and be like, shoot, I only have like six more holes left and I mm. got to go home. Like, yeah, I want to keep playing. Now, obviously, that's not for everybody because, like you said, a lot of people think golf is too yeah. long or, yeah. or whatever. Um, well, there you go. Half day pass. Then. Yeah. But would the, I guess, the, like, wouldn't the price, uh, wouldn't the price of a day pass be have to be, like, the same as playing 36 holes anyway? Potentially. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just one. I'm just. But you don't have to buy the full day pass. You can go half day route. But then that's not just playing 18 holes. No, as much as you can get in in that time. Got it. Mm. So it's like twilight whenever you want. No, kinda. it's kind of like that, but it's beyond that. Yeah. It's it's access to the whole facility. Okay. You could go play nine, work out, and then go play another nine if you wanted to. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I don't know. You could, though. You have access to the place. Like but I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, how many, that wasn't a good nine, example, but you oh. could do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this reminds me of, uh, you know, Lasonia's Day Pass, where, you know, you drive up there, you, you, you purchase the all-day golf pass, but you have a tee time. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there... You go off, and then when you're done, you kind of go back and check in. Or before you go off, you say, like, hey, what do you kind of have available? What do you think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What course do you think we can go off in the afternoon to go get mm -hmm. 36 or more in? And they work you. They kind of work you in. Yeah. Um, but there are tee times involved. Yeah, and you'd probably have to limit the amount of day passes you sell, right? I mean, it's you'd probably have to fill it the same as you'd fill any tee sheet so that there's not a million golfers out there. But 
if this is, would especially be nice if you had like multiple courses like Lasonia does where you could kind of flip flop, you know? Yeah. I was going to ask, like, what do you, what do you envision in your head of like how many holes are available for this? I think the whole dang thing. I think the whole facility, you can fly around, zip around to different holes. Feel like one course on but the like Woodlands just course. 18, just 18 holes for like, is this a 36 hole facility or both? Or more? I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I don't, Think maybe this, I, this I, your idea, I was gonna like let us talk about it a little bit. It's actually like it's just an it's an idea because this is there's this course called Sweetens Cove in Tennessee. Oh, you heard of it? Mm, yeah. That's what they. That's the only thing they do. It's day passes. Day passes. Yeah. Wow. Can you like skip around holes yeah. though? Yeah. Really. And you can play. Wow. It's only a nine hole course, and they only sell like a limited amount of day passes, so it's a little more empty. But then you can play. As many times as you want, you can play like alternate routings. So it's a course that's really kind of like conducive to alternate, mm-hmm. you know, lines of play. Too, and the they change the pins are massive, so they change them in the afternoon. They have two okay. pins in each flat in each green. So you know, the next time through, you know, you can play to the blue pin or the white oh, pin. Interesting. Um, so, but that so that course to me is more. You know, if you just did that, if you did the day pass at even like. Like Deerfield or Sunset Valley, there's not as many. There's not as many like crazy holes that you'd want to play, you know, just because like the layout of the course is yeah. not. But but because it's kind of like a, you know, out there are course holes are just kind of running parallel to each other, so it's yeah. not that. Um, but it, but certain courses though, you know, maybe a bit more a bit more interesting mm-hmm. to to do that with. For sure, you and could I- imagine like Lasonia, like the back nine, if you could you know designing holes you know on that hill oh God, to different yeah. greens mm-hmm. like that would be a, a way to do it yeah um. yeah my i forgot about my other point about this is that it's 24 hours a day so <laughs> there are there's lights there are lights okay. on every hole so it's open 24 hours yeah um wow so you could go at any time of day like if you work a, a, a night job or if you work a day job whatever and you you want to go play at like 11 p.m and go play from like 11 to 2 a.m. or 11 to 3, like, so be it. Do whatever you want. So you can buy a 24-hour pass. So you could sleep there and then actually play the next day. Hmm. Can, we, can we take this a step further and say that this isn't, you know, just uh, these passes, but, like, you, you are going to be, you're going to develop this from the ground up mm-hmm. and, like, hire architects and, and uh, sounds like a, like a lodging. Yeah. A, a lodging, um... There might be some beds you there know, too. Yeah, you gotta have like some cabins. Yeah. You gotta have a workout facility. Apparently, you gotta have <laughs> gotta have a, maybe a cool driving range, practice facility. Like this could be like golf utopia somewhere where the the course is designed. Maybe it's a twenty seven hole facility. You know, you got three nine hole loops, but all those nine hole loops have two routings because they have big greens. So now you're going instead of twenty seven holes, you double that. Yeah. And then, oh, what's know? that? So it's uh, like Sweetens Cove on steroids with a massive ski lodge. Yeah, as oh, there the you go. That's pretty yeah, now you're thinking, what's that course in Michigan that has like the nine holes, but it has two completely different routes to the greens, like from opposite sides? Oh, it's eighteen. It's called the Loop. The Loop. Yeah, Games. there we go. It's yeah. eighteen. Yeah. So they have two full. Okay, I got it. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. Completely different route. Yeah. 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 Now. Safety would probably be an issue. Balls coming. Who's playing what? And where yeah. are you playing? Um, but I think you have a couple marshals out there helping out. Maybe a hole, for every hole. I don't know. Yeah, but. I mean it's just like the co- you know I'm not really into the co- 
you know, finances of golf. But it just seems like it'd be it'd be a sell for a lot of people. It'd be hard it'd be a hard sell for maybe an older generation, you know, what who would need their tea time. Yeah. Who who wouldn't care? Sure. What if you know, so many people care about their score and like a scoreboard. Well, you can keep score. You you can yeah, absolutely. But if you're do playing that. an alternate, you know, how would you compare yourself to other golfers if you're playing an well, you, alternate route? Ideally, you go with your foursome and yeah. you play against your buddies. However, you guys agree to mm. play against each right. other. You know, and then you can do maybe one round where you keep score and another round where you play like a scramble or something yeah. or you do something different, mm-hmm. mix it up. I think that's the point of the day pass. Is you got the whole day. If you're on vacation, it's perfect. If you're a big golfer. This is obviously for hardcore golfers, this idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Because it is going to cost a little bit of money to do that. But if you're on vacation, you're playing like a like a cool course, and you're there, you have the whole day to yourself, yeah. like, why not? I know, not? I know my, a few of my friends and I that would love this. You I know? mean, you just could book another tea time, though. Like you, could you could play. Maybe. You, you can play maybe, all day but anywhere you want. Not necessarily, though. You can't play in any any direction or any routing that you want. You can't skip to a hole. Yeah, but some, remember, this that allows kind of you. This is like a, let's go back to the ski mountain yeah. comparison. Yeah, yeah. If you're at a ski resort, you can go down any. Uh, I still can't slope. Think. Slope. Yeah. Route. Yeah. You can go down any one yeah. you want at any time. Yeah. You can take a break in between. Yeah. You can go get a drink at the at the lodge up top. Like you can do things. Oh, yeah. you know? I've never been skiing, but but I would imagine if. If I was skiing and at this one mountain, some of the slopes had had skiers coming literally up the opposite way, I would not like that. I would not, not like that experience. Yeah, but it's a different experience. There's, it's too crowded. You're having to navigate other people. You're like dodging other people. Um, what if someone in the other group is playing the same golf ball you are, and now you guys, you're hitting the mm. wrong ball. Mm. You're putting. You're trying to putt to the same hole as this other group, like. So still in the oven for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. still in the yeah. oven. Yeah, it's got to be carts only too. I think so. Which with, you know, I'm not a big cart GPS. guy. I know the three of us aren't, yeah, but, but. Um, I could probably sacrifice my walk for right. a day pass. Hey, remember that one time we went to Harborside and there was like nobody there, uh-huh. and you were like, "Hey, the back nine of both courses yeah. is the best. Like, let's play the back nine of both." Yeah. Like, and that was a great day. You did you yeah. do that? Yeah, yeah it was that's great. awesome. Yeah. Did you ask to do that? Or did you just do that? Yeah, we asked him because there was no, yeah, there's nobody asked. there. It's like freezing cold. Mm. Yeah, that was a great. That's time. awesome. I was like yeah. this uh, this time of year. It was like mid December. It was kind of like a day that like just peaked over fifty. Like degrees, a bonus. And we were like, bonus right, golf we're going day. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, All right, yeah. man. All right, cool. Yeah, Andy, right. my this could, this could go anywhere. Uh, I got two. I got <laughs> two. Mine are super half baked. Um, My first one, I don't even know if this is an idea, but it's it's more of a, I guess it's more of a philosophy, and it's, it's cool. like, the idea is, it, it's a sentence, it's all the same for everyone. Okay. It's all the same for everyone. And so they're, you know, they're arguing about changing, like, golf equipment, right? You know, it's like a big thing, like, we're going to shorten the length of the driver, like, is the golf ball you know, going too far. You know, these are things that people are arguing about on podcasts and Twitter and whatever. But uh, to me, it's like, it's all, it's, if it's all the same for everyone, none of these, these things like actually matter. Do you you know what I mean? Like if, if we're all using a driver, that's an inch shorter, like it impacts us all equally. Yeah. So then why should we argue about it? 
True. Yeah. And then so so then like where this goal is, I mean, if for example, if everyone if the limit on golf clubs as we had talked about, if it was seven clubs and it was the same for everyone, like I'd argue that'd be a more enjoyable game for everyone. You know, people thing that would keep them from doing that would be like, hey, we you know, I I wish I could use more. But if like the limit, if it's the same for everyone, then it, it like wouldn't matter. Sure. Mm-hmm. I thought about these people are playing like a hickory, like a wood, like at, at Goat Hill Park, like Fred Couples and like Xander, right? Playing a match. It looked really cool. I was like, it'd be cool to get a club like that. But like I would never, it wouldn't be that fun to like be playing like a persimmon wood out like with your friends who are, you know, using their brand new drivers, and, like yeah. hitting it mm-hmm. right past you. So it's not, you know, so I guess, I mean, maybe this is the, like an overarching half-baked idea of like, if, if you change something and it changed it for everyone, like, does it, does it really even, even matter? Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like golf is such a difficult game where people's skill kind of like, there's two different ways I can go with this. I, I think people's skills you get that separation of it doesn't really matter what you change, even if it was the same for everyone. Like a a person that goes out and shoots 105 every weekend is probably going to still have the same experience Yeah. versus, you know, one of us that could go shoot under par at any given time, even if we're both using a 45 inch driver or 46 inch driver, whatever it is, you know? So I, like what? What? What does that do? Like, what does it prove? Like, who cares if the guy that is shooting 105 uses a longer driver? Is it really making him that much better? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Does he hit it a little further? Maybe. Is he swinging a little faster? Sure, but like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't. I just. So is your is your idea just like what is? I don't. I'm not. I'm not really <laughs> sure what your idea is. Are you is. trying to like? Make sure everyone has a better experience. No, I'm just saying that that um, I don't know. I guess it's not really it's not really an idea. It's like a half baked, half baked idea. <laughs> Quarter baked. Um, like you, it sounds like you want to change the club limit. No, I'm just saying if it doesn't matter what gets changed or whether if, whether it stays the same. Like if it's the same, like it's the same for everyone. So it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter. So it's maybe just saying like people need to understand okay so i guess maybe it's like is in i don't know i guess i don't really like where it's going well well no let's expand sounded better in my head can you like what would you i guess what would you change like what's the first thing you change is it's probably less clubs less clubs clubs, i think it'll be more interesting yeah game if i get i could get behind that but that's Mm -hmm. because i've experienced it but but that's funny but the reason the people if it if it was the same for everyone and they had this the whole time, it would, they would never notice any difference. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. golf would still, maybe it'd be even more, more enjoyable. Yeah. It'd be cheaper, be more accessible. Yeah. To me, changing um, clubs, like it doesn't, it, changing the limits or restrictions on, on clubs doesn't really do a lot for me. Yeah. Like it, people are going to hit it good or bad, regardless of what you put in their hands. They're going to figure out how to swing it. And the best athletes are going to rise to the top every time. Every time. Yeah. But if you change the golf ball, that's when you start to, I think, see differences. And again, that the best athletes are going to figure out the way to do it the best and in the least amount of strokes. But I think 
when it comes to like adding some more curve to the golf ball and shaping it and everyone has to deal with the way it spins then i think that's cool other you know but right now like people can get a ball that spins a lot and people can get a ball that doesn't spin very much at all and and uh and it reacts totally differently so i think i can get behind a universal ball for everyone to use all the way from the pros down to miss fafufnik you know do you think though that that like would keep would disincentivize like new golfers to want to play golf because it makes it a little no, harder. No, I think for it's them? I think it's a ball that actually goes shorter and spins more. Okay. So that the workability is greater. So you know you can shape it like crazy if you're really skilled and you want to you want to do it. But it's also it can also be compressed in a way that mm-hmm. um, it still goes far for an amateur or a, or a student. It's not going to feel like a rock yeah. off okay. the face, right. you know? All right, well, I, I kind of want to move on from my idea. Right. I, I have another one but that I'll end with. So okay. let's go. Do you guys each have one more? I got one more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go for you it. You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me pull up my notes again. Okay. This one is from oh, – this one. this one's so me. All right. Uh, All right. So, this one came from a conversation that you and I had, Andy, driving up to Lasonia. Mm. No, not Lasonia. Uh, Spring Valley. Okay. okay, one of the times, you know, just across the border. And I call this this half baked idea tea trees. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, you know yes. what it is. Okay. Yes. So, as you know, I'm obsessed with custom teas and like you know golf bag swag. And you no, know, I think it's I think it's nobody likes just a boring wooden tea like you need to have some color you need to have some cool logos on it maybe like a cool cool phrase mm-hmm. you know i think these these teas that i collect like they motivate me to hit like good tea shots mm. um or inspire me to like you know get my head out of my butt if i made like a bad mistake on the last mm-hmm. hole you know they yep. they give me some inspiration yep. so you know why not why not share that with people and, and make a company behind that so uh the idea is to you can send in wood <laughs> from like maybe maybe you just bought some land or property and you had to get some brush cleared out in the back what do you do with these like do you make a bonfire well sure but you're still probably gonna have a lot of leftover wood send it into t- to tea trees and we will make you custom teas off of, from the wood off your wow. land and you can paint it whatever color you want you can customize it whatever you can stain it whatever color you can print it with whatever logo I mean, you name it. Yeah. Also, yeah. this this is where it gets a little sentimental. Okay? Yeah, you know, uh, you know those trees that you see like on on golf courses that are maybe like dedicated to yeah. someone, yeah, yeah. or mm-hmm. maybe you're uh, like my uncle. He, mm-hmm. you know, he, they live on thirty five anchor acres, and he's planted hundreds of pine trees. Okay, right. uh, those trees are like pretty cool. But you know, some of those trees fall down. You know, weather, ice storms, lightning strikes, or whatever. You know, these trees can be pretty meaningful so you know you can send those trees in and and what did i write down make a special landmark last a lifetime wow that's the tagline right there wow wow it's a it's a way to preserve you know something golf golf tea like does not last a lifetime well, I mean, Especially I think you ones. can make. <laughs> you know, could if be you one got like shot. a massive live oak tree, I mean, think of like you could probably make a million. Teas. Oh, so maybe you could. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, like, that's, that's where the where that's where the like half baked idea. That's where the half baked comes in because exactly. it's like, how do we, exactly. you know, how do we transport the, 
you know, you the trees. Yeah. But even like a stump that's like, yeah. I don't know, two feet tall and yeah. maybe like a foot wide in diameter, yeah. like that can make a lot of teas, yeah. I think. So are we talking, are we like FedEx, FedExing the stump? <laughs> um, yeah, the logistics are preposterous as people say. <laughs> mm. uh, some of these, you, we're going to have to hire a big rig to go out there and some some mm. crews to go harvest these things and put them on the back of trailers and ship them to the facility. Um, okay. You know, like the Eisenhower tree at Augusta. Yeah. You know, it fell over, lightning strike or whatever. Like, what do you think they did with that? Uh, I bet they don't have teas made out all of right. it. That'd all be right, cool, right. getting a tea made from the Eisenhower yeah, tree. Yeah, right. so, so, novelty. Okay, okay. So what if, have you seen, like, people who work in tree services, you know, they have their truck and then they have their chipper. Yes. For that they like shove the tree, you know, if you've seen yeah, Fargo, yeah, yeah. they yeah, like yeah. feed a person oh, into it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah those are nasty machines. Yeah, yeah. So what if it's, maybe it's, this is like a service that tree services themselves could offer. So that's what we're selling this idea. We're licensing it to tree services. And then a tree falls down at the course, a local course. Mm. Then that local tree service goes and they feed that tree into their you know new chipper, chipper but it's 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 mm. a it's a tea it it's a it's chipper a, it's that a turns chi- it into yes. a, a tea. Oh, I love that. So there's like a setting on the chipper. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It doesn't golf chip it up setting. as small as usual. No. It's like a little bigger. Yeah, it's like golf tea. And then those chunks come to us. Well, let's just say, we let's go even further. Let's just say it they just somehow spit out, teas. Spit it out. out a tea. Oh, wow. Okay. Now that then is they send f- then you send those teas to you to to stain them and Engrave oh, okay. them and yeah, paint yeah, yeah. them, sure. and then they go come back to this this person. Yeah. So I mean, that way you could have shops across America. Like you can get, yeah, cool teas yeah. from the wood on that court. Like it's badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Wow. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Wow. Tea trees, baby. You're onto something. Thank you. But you know, like there's different trees, like in different parts of the you know the world. You know, mm-hmm. East Texas, where my and an uncle live, like pine trees are everything down there. So like having teas made out of pine, like that's kind of cool for like a course mm. in East Texas to have. Yeah. What yeah. would like, what would maybe uh, you already know this? Like a normal tea, what what is it made out of? Like no, is it already I pine? I don't know. Got to be something. I have no idea. I should. Yeah. I should. God, I should yeah. really know you that. Should know sure. this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are bamboo. I know uh, that. Okay. Yeah, oh. let me let me start doing my research because maybe this isn't so half baked. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's. No, I think that I mean, was. It's just like a solid idea. Yeah. If anything, it's not half baked enough. Like we, <laughs> we have the. I guess the only thing left is to invent the chipper. The chipper. <laughs> yeah, the chipper. Set. So I guess it's all set on that. It's all you know. How yeah, do we? It's all on that. Yeah, it's on the logistics of transporting. You know these these things. How um, does the chipper not like the actual chippers that exist? How do they not accidentally make some of those wood chips like too sharp? You know, like you know how they use these for wood chips like in a playground or oh, a I think yard. They, oh, like mm, what if know. a kid falls? Are you like, sure that they do do that? I don't know. I've seen them do that. Yeah, you've seen them go straight from the wood chipper well, to no, the to the the chips. I, maybe I'm making that up, but okay. I feel like I've. And the chips are like, I mean, you're going to get a splinter from them, even if they're not that sharp. Yeah. But like, what if I know it's like really sharp. I think it's they're like, different. I think it must be a different different process, okay. I would think. Maybe so. they go through another chipping yeah. chipper to like yeah. dole yeah. them out again, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Double chipped. Okay. 
double checked. <laughs> All right. Two times. Uh, All right. Um, well, I have two, but I, I won't say both of them. I'll just right. briefly explain one of them. Um, I was talking to Kate, my fiance, the other day, and I asked her what would make golf more appealing mm. or more fun. Okay. That's a great question. And she said, let me choose the size of the ball. Right. I thought about that's that. That's what first she said. Time. Yeah. That's she said cool. Let's Wait, that's what's okay. All right. Keep going. What? Wait, <laughs> what? No, no. Nothing. Just keep going. So she wants to play golf with a bigger golf ball. So this is kind of contrary to what you were saying about the ball the other, earlier, the same ball. Mm-hmm. She thinks that you should choose. So it's not like a one universal size ball for everybody. Okay. Um, and that there's different options, different holes on the green based on the size of ball that you're using. Okay. So there's a normal sized hole mm-hmm. for normal balls. There's a little bit bigger cool. one I like okay. that for bigger balls. Yeah. Sure. Um, you probably can't have too many holes, but let's say three or four on a green that's big enough for it. Okay. And then you play with clubs <laughs> that match. The face of the club <laughs> matches the size of the ball. So okay. it's a bigger club, bigger ball. Mm-hmm. Um, good for beginners. Good for people for wanting to get into it, especially kids. Kids would probably love that. I mean, wow. we already use different types yeah. of balls wow. here 100%. every day. Wow. Um, and, yeah, there's not much else to say about that one except that there's just other options for balls, and you need other tees as well. You're going to have to make this tea oh, tree company going to have to make some bigger tees. Mm. Yeah, so. Um, our companies mm-hmm. are not going to be happy with our phone calls. So yeah. Why does, <laughs> why does, like, why why did she want to what's what's interesting about that to her i think it just would she says it would make it more appealing for her to go play golf if the ball was bigger how much bigger are we talking i think she said i envisioned something the size of like a tennis ball is it i mean like is it a tennis ball no i think it would have to be different because it would have to react to the grooves on the club it would have to. Yeah, but I think if it was that big and it was like made out of a golf ball, like well, it would be it'd be too heavy. Yeah, but I don't think it would necessarily have to be made the same way as a normal golf ball. Oh, okay. Probably might look li- might look like it and react yeah. like it, but it's like different weight. Different. Yeah. So yeah. it's like we're having to invent now a new a new golf ball. Correct. Correct. Yeah. A couple different new ones. clubs. A few different. So are we going smaller? I didn't think smaller but you could if you wanted to i think there's a couple options like, for a smaller ball like marble size but oh then how, how would you find you that find you know that? yeah gets go hit in the rough it's it. gone yeah. forever <laughs> my other part of this which is not her idea but mine is that you have a golf ball that listens to you so mm. you guys yeah yeah talk to your ball right mm, but yeah. but the thing is about this ball is you can't change your mind once you say something like if you say get up or like Tiger says, like, like one yard, yeah, it's one like yard. Harry Potter. It goes yeah. one extra yard. It listens oh, to you. Wow. Or like, please get down, please get down, and it stops. Like it listens to you, but you don't get to go back on what you said. So if you're if there's water and you're like, oh, oh, like it's short of the green, and you think your ball is going way too far, you're like, get down, get down. It goes uh, in the water, yeah. listen to you. But that's where like go, go, and then actually lands past the pin, and then you're like, now spin. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like no, it's not going to spin. Yeah, you said, like, get in the hole. <laughs> well, that's uh, <laughs> that's part of the process that the company's gonna have to figure out I so don't could th- you say get in the hole i don't think it's that i think it's just like maybe if the ball knows it's like got a decent chance 
Maybe. But I mean, yeah, like, like the Tiger video games where it like changes yeah, yeah, yeah. the screen. What if you screen? hit it on at a good driver? You hit driver on a par five and you say, like, get in the hole. Would it, would it go like... <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's snitch? maxes and like I think there's a limit to what it can do, Got it. obviously. Okay. But if it's like hooking mm-hmm. left into the trees, you're like, stay there, stay in. Like it stays in. Yeah. It's like an Alexa. It'll only listen to certain things. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, yeah. This is a little too much technology for me. I'm out, okay. out on that idea. Well, I have a different one if you want. All right. This is kind of a rule change, but it's okay. also a little unrealistic. But no out of bounds. So huge fan. No, but but it goes beyond that because like there's obviously houses and yards yeah. next to. Yeah. But if you want to hit the ball out of someone's kitchen and you want to be willing to maybe get arrested, go ahead. You can still <laughs> play that shot. Or if it's in more realistically, if it's in somebody's backyard yeah. and there's no fence there, it's grass. Yeah. We've all been there where it's like three feet out of bounds and like you have to go back and re tee. Like, that's not a fun part of golf. You should be able to hit it out of there if you're willing to risk the possible scenarios that could happen as a result. Hmm. You can play from anywhere on earth that you can find your ball. Yeah. There's no rules, no limits to that, but you are responsible for yeah. yourself hitting the ball. I basically. mean, just if you're if you're in someone's kitchen. You might as well tree tea. You can. Have? You have the option. Yeah. But All right. my point is that I don't like that out of bounds is I, I don't like out of bounds. Yeah. Maybe that's because I've so historically haven't yeah. been a straight driver of the golf ball. Uh-huh. But nobody wants to re tee hitting their third shot is what no. I'm saying. If you can find your ball and you can hit it, go hit so it. What if we just play out of bounds as a lateral hazard? That's what I like. That's way more realistic and way more distance, baked. It's just uh-huh. a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. very simple. That's way thing. more like a realistic option than what go. my option is, mm-hmm. and that's what it should be in real I life. Do like that it makes it risky. Yeah, you know, yeah, big money match. I'd hit. I'd take the shot for in sure. The you, you know, like at uh, Spring Valley on the par five, whatever that's fourth hole or third hole. Like if you go over the fence there, like you can the find farm. your ball, jump the fence and hit it. Yeah, but, it's in the pasture. You know. Yeah, but wouldn't so wouldn't though like the course. Would have to like own all the surrounding properties. No. So are we, we're talking U.S. legislature here that we're gonna say like, if your home borders a golf course, you you know, there's no, there's not any trespassing laws. Like anyone can no. come into your house. No, there is all the same laws. It's up to you if you want to go hit the ball or not. Otherwise, you play it as a lateral hazard. Oh, so you're like risking arrest. Correct. Correct. Oh. Some people are going to be camping out just waiting to snipe people. <laughs> That's going to get... Yeah, yeah I mean, Texas, they have a lot of guns. I'm yeah. pretty sure you... All right. Are, then all right. That's part of the equation. Don't what do you want to risk? Ever. It's going to be the Wild Wild West down there again. Yeah. All right. I like the ball that listens to you, too, though. Get down. I like the size. You're on the game. Like, what, cool. are you t- what are you talking well, no, it, about? Not, like, you don't have to use it, I think, for maybe like a golfer like Kate. Kate yeah. doesn't talk to the ball, but like if she did... She's not very good at it. No offense, Does Kate. Does she golf? She's played golf. I wouldn't say she golfs, mm. but she she enjoys being outside, so she enjoys every once in a while going to the range or playing a couple holes. Okay. She likes canal. Mm. Doesn't like the bugs, though. She's not a big fan of bugs. So mm. if it's like a swampy day at canal, there's a lot of mosquitoes and stuff. She doesn't like that. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, I'm just thinking there's lots of reasons for someone, you know, not to like golf and surprising that like the size of the ball was well the first response she said was it takes too long 
Well, so, so and then I asked, I and you're like, you're like, okay, I won't invite you to my day pass course. <laughs> <laughs> and I press and I said, what's well, something else? That's you like, have an interesting, yeah. This is a you guys need to have this conversation probably because you're saying golf doesn't take long enough. No, no, no. You don't have. You're wanting to work out and nap in between nines. <laughs> I'm saying you have these this option. The option yeah. is out there, and there you know people would do that too. Like I mean, they do it. Golfers. That's Sweden's Cove. Yeah, they I do know, it. but you know that more people would do it if there was more access to it. You know, I, know. I so since since having a baby, I've been, my ability to play golf is a lot yeah. is a lot less. Yeah. Than than I than it was before, so I would say I was before pre baby would have been in, but now I don't. It like wouldn't be quite as possible mm-hmm. like logistically to yeah. do that. So no, that's, that's my own. So I would imagine other people with with families would say the same thing. And I think like skiing yeah it's not something you can do all the time because of the time it takes the time to get there the time you're there Mm, like it's a it's a special occasion type thing and maybe in the future we add things to this facility that are more family friendly Mm. where you can bring eleanor maybe maybe they have the daycare maybe they have something (laughs) out you know so okay now we're on to a golf golf daycare yeah this is my new idea that you just gave to me golf daycare the course should have a place oh. to watch the, the kids so that <laughs> I can go play golf. Wow, you're on to something. I can go play golf during the day because it's hard to bring a kid onto the course. Um, he's too little. Or courses that allow babies on the course. Like Canal Shores allows babies Yeah, out but there. it still is like, it's just a lot. Like, it is a lot. Like, yeah. you're not going to feed, it's hard, you have to feed the baby. You know, it's, you know, you got groups behind you because it's not a day pass course, you know. <laughs> Maybe if it was a day pass course, you'd have more leeway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I don't know. I guess that's my half. I need to sit on that one some more. Maybe for next time. Yeah. All right. Cool. Last one. Yep. Last one. All right. I was listening to the No Lane Up um, Trap Draw podcast. Familiar? Mm-hmm. Love that yeah. one. Very good. Hosted by Randy. And he was talking to these authors about their favorite books oh, yeah. of, of the year. No, no, their favorite golf books ever, of all time. So not even sure who the authors that were on it were, but was listening to them talk about their favorite books and what they liked about it. And one guy um, shared his favorite book, and he said, and it had to do something about Scotland. And he said... He's like, what this book did for me, and it, it helped me, and this is his quote. I wrote it down after. He said, it helped me see golf not as a scorekeeping game, but as a way of life and something part of your soul, and it defines who you are. So this is quote. It's a big quote. Wow. wow. I'll read it again. Golf made him see golf not as a scorekeeping game, but as a way of life and something part of your soul that defines who you are. So that's my half-baked idea is like, how could we make golf more like that? Part of your soul? Yeah. Because all anyone cares about is is keeping score. Drill Sergeant Dave. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe this is the... 
the ser- the service. Here's something. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like we're gonna have to build like a golf university. You know, we got mm. we got Pete's ski lodge golf thing going on. Yeah. We got the workout facilities. We got the field house. We mm. got the stadium where, you know, you can go play foot golf or, you know, other sized golf yeah. balls things. We mm-hmm. got um, we got shop class going on, making tees. Okay. You know, we yep. got yep. Uh, we got it all. Yeah. But oh. this is the headquarters for this consulting company, okay. of which, you know, the Sherpa yeah. and... Um, and Drill Sergeant Dave exactly. live. Yep, yep. And and part of their headquarters, they have a facility that's like one of those kind of destination. I don't want to. I don't want to call it like a resort, but it's like a it's like a spiritual getaway. Mm, okay. You know, like the hundred foot wave. You know when they were like preparing yeah, for that's, that, that's and where they it's from, yeah. yeah, yeah, like they had to go and uh, go to these these like meditative like six week mm. thing to like get their thoughts right, mindfulness practice, work on their bodies, and wow. um, and it helped change their outlook on why they were doing what they were doing. Well, mm. Here's your golf version of that. Wow, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I like that idea. So. I don't know if this is a great example, but like bowling. Have you guys gone bowling recently? No. Bowled last weekend. Sweet. Okay. Did you like, were you like concerned with your score when you were playing or like happy or mad about your score? Oh, I'm always concerned. Ariana is a pretty good bowler. Oh, she is. Is very competitive. (laughs) And so the last time just her and I went, she whooped me. And so (laughs) I was like very motivated to not do so. I guess that's not a great example. But normally, my, no. I just want to have fun. Yeah. I want to have a couple strikes. Yeah, you might have a, a couple pizza beers and a beer. And that's that's yeah. it, yeah. You're t- it sounds like, because in my experience with bowling, most of my friends and people I've gone bowling with, family, whoever, don't really care about it. It's just like you're there having fun. Like there's a sports game on or something. Like, you're, Are you trying to make golf more like that? No, because that doesn't seem like something that's part of your soul. I, I no know. Minus bowling the... <laughs> is part of their soul. This bowling is a stretch is like analogy a... here. Yeah. This is a stretch. But so, I, that's what I, so this is, you're onto something like though, because whenever, whenever, whenever people or me or maybe Peter Donahue suggest like not keeping score when you play, they assume that like that's what you're doing. They assume that you're making golf into like, I don't know, eating pizza same time you know do you know what i mean? like yeah. you're 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 um uh, you're like knit, knitting a blanket or something you know there's there's just like no there's no purpose you know no sure. purpose to it or no it's like what are you or going for a walk in the park you know that's what you're doing if you're not keeping score like what like what are we actually doing here but that's not really what what this is getting at, i don't think yeah. that was a stretch yeah I mean, I like the golf university thing. Yeah, that's Are a you lot. saying you're teaching people about like the real essence of the sport as opposed to like well, I the think surface it, level uh, shooting a score? Yeah, there could be all sorts of um, teaching certifications for instructors to come around and get qualified mm-hmm. to 
to go out. And uh, I think there could be a PGM school there, mm. you know, for young young people that want to go through a four-year university program. Um, well, but, you say know, we're but, not going to make a university. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you have any other ideas? Of well, and, and we I was going to say I was going to say that too because it, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it yeah. really does. It really does. Um, but maybe the student lounge could have a bowling alley in it. Could perhaps. I don't know. Because you want like your thing to be like, I feel like it needs to be like secluded. You know, it needs to be like an adventure in the woods to mm. go find yourself. I don't know. I just keep thinking of that hundred oh, foot. Away what if it's a day? What if it's a day where it's like you, at this course, understand Mondays is. Mondays is like half off on Mondays, and you're not allowed to keep score. No cool. scorecards, no pars, none of that. Yeah. Cool. No pencils. They take the. We got a few. We got a few marshals hiding in the woods, monitoring. Yeah. You know. No if, phones, so you can't keep scoring your no phone. No phones. Yeah. If someone says. Someone says, what you, did you get back there? And if they say birdie, you're out. You're, you're out. kicked <laughs> off the course. Yeah, yeah Mike's, Mike's the in the cup yeah, and yeah. on the T-Bucks. Well, hey, no, we're there? just having a guy. We're having a couple guys in the woods um, <laughs> as a way of, of trying to get someone to experience golf in, in, a, diff, in a different way. Because it's really the draw of keeping score is it's a hard one for mm. even even people at the golf practice to you know, to do. Yeah. 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 Some of my most fun experiences on a course have been like, just like playing random holes at canal shores and hitting a couple shots here and there and just enjoying it and not actually like, Oh, I made par there. Or I made birdie there, hmm. you know, just kind of experiencing the holes and the shots and the, the walk in the park, as you said. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that's a realistic thing to get to completely take score away from golf? Well, I it's it's uh, I like the way he said it because he's like you're making golf not a scorekeeping game, so it's not necessarily. I don't think he's trying to say that like no one should ever keep score in playing while playing golf. I think it's more of like how do you how do you balance it. With with other things, that I don't know. Like he's like golf is m- more soulful, a more soulful experience. Like surfing, like surfing a wave, or maybe yoga or something. Like how would you help people see that those aspects of golf? And it's really hard to do because like the draw, like the easy, like the candy that's right there on the first tee is like keeping that score. It's like trying to shoot your number Mm -hmm. that's like what that's what people think you know think we're there for and you know a lot of people are there for that and so how could we how could you um if you wanted to help them see see something else i like it i like it yeah do you think that takes the competitive aspect of golf away completely? Well, maybe it's, maybe it's match play only day. I like that. Well, I like a, I like a course with like different themes every day. Hmm. I don't want to get off on too much of a yeah. tangent again because yeah. I need to eat lunch and <laughs> <laughs> a lesson coming up. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, half off or no score day. Yeah. Right, you got monitors. Match mm-hmm. play only day. 
Yeah, I'm not saying it's something you would have to permanently like stop keeping score because now you're making golf into something that isn't. I'm more of like, what type of experiences could you like for someone to have? Like for me, it was like going to Scotland, like helped me see golf in this way, or like talking to Peter Donahue helped me see golf in this way. So like, what what experiences could you like yeah. share with other people? Mm. You know, without having them go on a trip uh, or meet. Or meet, Pete. you know, Godfather of Golf. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, is there anything we could do as a, as a practice to help them? And, and you know, that's why kind of it's a half-baked idea because they don't necessarily have the, you know, the the answer, answer. to it. But, yeah. all right. But who knows? Maybe it'll Maybe come true. Like Maybe it's like half set day. You half well, off, see, half now set. You're, now you're on. So half set does a similar thing because it's like, oh, now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this thing in a different way yeah. like what i thought was one thing i'm now seeing yeah. like is something else and, and how so, many how many clubs you use determines how much you pay that day wow like if 14 clubs is full price if you use five club or wow. f- five clubs it's a third that's of the just price a half-baked idea in itself yeah there you okay. go i love that's great like right. i'm gonna go play pebble beach with three clubs <laughs> for like 80 dollars you know oh yeah <laughs> think about it that'd be sweet all right that all would right. be nice well maybe we'll just stop there yeah. um Thank you guys. This yeah, was fun you. as always. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next year for the next Half Baked Ideas podcast. Start thinking now. Yep. Yep. Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. And the moment defines you.